Hello and welcome to episode number 32. We are 32 seasons, titles, episodes, whatever you want to call it, into this infamous podcast. Um, today's a little bit about Limitless. I've had an absolute uh, whirlwind of a day just to top things off. I have just cracked the glasses or the lights, even the bulbs, to our filming equipment. Um, and I watched it happen and scratched my head after. So if you're having a bad day, think it could be worse. You could be me. Uh, I want to loosen the mood a little bit. Cracking joke. I found this the other day. Absolutely left me in stitches. Um, did you hear? <laughs> it's already made me laugh. Did you hear that they found a tomb uh, in Egypt covered in chocolate and nuts? Yeah, yeah. They think it's uh, Pharaoh Roche. If that does not make you laugh, you need to recheck your sense of humour. That has killed me. That has killed me. Anyway, um, today I want to talk to you about being limitless um, and, and really seeing and really trying to identify what, what your limits are. If someone asked you, what are your limits, what would you say? Um, what are your limits on your physical capabilities, on how fit you can be? What about the limit on your, on your income? Um, is there a limit on how much you can earn? What's the limit on your happiness? And we've spoken that a lot recently. Like, is there a limit to your happiness? Um, and who limits the choices that you make in a day? And I want to say that I don't think any of us actually have limits. Um, but I think a lot of us have excuses. Um, and there is excuses that we tell ourselves every day that stops us from reaching that full potential that we all have. We all have it. We've all been put on this earth with gifts, certain gifts, different gifts. Some of us are better at some things, um, but that doesn't mean that none of us don't have the potential. And it stops you from unlocking that next chapter. And sometimes, actually, I look at people's excuses as, as a little bit of insecurity, and you stop yourself from doing something because of certain insecurities. And insecurity kills more dreams than failure. Yes, inse insecurity kills more dreams than failures. Excuses kills more dreams than failures. And you haven't failed, you just haven't even tried. Um, we do need to stop making excuses. We've got to stop complaining. Nobody's listening and playing the world's saddest song for you. No one. No one cares. No one cares enough about, about, about other people themselves. Like They care about your, themselves. Everyone cares so much about themselves that they don't have the time or energy to care about so much about other people. And what you need to do is focus on yourself. You need to focus on making yourself happy. Especially in these times of uncertainty, I think a lot of us, we've come to terms in with how much we um, valued our... Uh, happiness, uh, or previously the happiness that we had. Um, and I don't think uh, at the time we didn't value it enough. And it seems a lot of us now put things into perspective. And now we've learned actually it really is the little things that do make us happy. You know, it's not the extravagant things. It doesn't matter, you know, what's in your wardrobe or uh, how much you spent on this or, or whatnot. It's, it's the time that you spend with loved ones. It's the time that you spend gardening, uh, you know, whatever. It's time you spend with your children, st spent staying you know, keeping fit, healthy. For, for some of you, it's just time with people that you care so much about. Um, and they're the types of happiness that last. They're memories that last. You're not going to remember how you felt or how you feel about yourself now uh, in 10 years' time because of what you're eating. You're not going to give a fuck and you don't care, quite frankly. But you will cherish this stuff that you're doing because this is happiness for you, whatever it might be. Buying new clothes on ASOS, you know, sometimes that might be me, or buying new workout gear does give you five minutes of happiness, but then it fades. 
It's very short-lived. For some people, buying this case can cover up maybe an insecurity. Buying and replacing things you don't need just to give you that instant gratification of feeling happy. That tangible item to, oh, you know, you're happy in yourself for that short space of time. And we do all have sad stories. We do. Um, but there's only one thing that's ever going to help you and it's overcoming adversity. It's a story that people want to hear. People want to, you know, hear those, the, 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 the success of it all once you've gone through the struggle. Quite frankly, and brutally honest, no one really cares about the struggle. No one's up for that. No one wants to listen to that. There are very few people that want to listen to that. Go and create that story. Inspire those people around you with your skill set, your creativity, your own passion, the fire that you've got in your belly. Create that story that gives someone else hope. And it might be something they're struggling with, but you have given them those tools. Um, we, we've been pressed uh, back a little bit this, I mean, this year twice. We've, we've hit the reset button twice with lockdown. Two lockdowns. Um, but I want you to get into your head that things will not return back to normal in January the 1st. The, ro the Rona is not going away. It will be here, and some of this will be the new norm. A lot of us will be working from home for a long time. A lot of us won't be able to, you know, majority of us won't be able to go and eat out as, as much as we did. And before we were talking about happiness and that, those little things, you go and do brunch with your friends, you go for dinner, the things that so, seem so easy to do are no longer that easy. So what limits are you really, and, and you know, and I, remember, I always talk about this with regards to fitness, mainly, okay? But you relate it to whatever stage or part of your life you feel this is relevant to. So that could be your personal, your financial, your, uh, your fitness, whatever it might be. What limits are you really willing to push to achieve the things that you want? What are you really willing to do? And what are the steps that you're really, really willing to take? And in the industry, you know, I and we, in terms of other business owners, other coaches, we often hear goals of wanting to get stronger, wanting to lose weight. And now anyone, I need to clarify this, anyone can get strong and anyone can lose weight, but only if you're serious about it. I often hear like, oh, you know, I want to snatch like you, or I want to have a heavy back squat, or, you know, I want to look like her. Well, you absolutely can. And then I tell you what you need, or we tell you as fitness professionals, not just me, we tell you what you need to do in order to get there. And all I hear, we hear, is fucking excuses. Can't do this. Knee hurts. Can't train four times in a week. I can only train in the morning. Got to babysit my cat. Fuck me, you are dreaming. You want to do all these things, but you can't do half the things I'm asking you to do. You like to talk about it. You like to have conversations with your friends and entertain that your colleagues that, yeah, with, you know, I'll go into the gym, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Well, no, not really. It's, it's, it's the quality of what you're doing is what we're trying to... Trying to uh, um, get into you, of it really refining back things that have become so complicated and making it very simple. But then on the flip side, there's the weight loss goal. And obviously these are two very common goals, that's why I'm talking about these two. That doesn't have to be it, okay? Um, and you know my views, obviously, on that. Um, so, okay, fine, so you, this might be something that you've been struggling with, okay? You can't do this, and, or you haven't been successful in that, and that's fine, that's okay. So we identify that we've got a bit of work to do, and you know, I might say this could be a six, 12 month process, and already, their mind is blown away, the thought that I need to rub my, that I can't rub, rub my magic lamp and, and bang, phew, new you. Whoa, no. I'm like, right, here's what we're gonna focus on. We're just gonna do one thing at a time. Well, let's look at breaking things down. We'll simplify it, we'll make it really, really simple. So I'm gonna give you the tools, I'm gonna coach you through them, um, and uh, all I want you to do to start off with, as an example, this is all example based, we're gonna really focus on really balanced breakfast every single day and we're gonna refine that. And let's focus on that. And then I get like, oh, is that all I need to do? Oh, like, I could do it myself. Well, well, no, 
it's the start and you can't do it on your own because that's exactly why you've come to me for help. Good luck. When there's a monetary value to something like uh, some, sort of, some form of nutrition or something or investing in, your, you know, like that, firstly, it is an investment in your health. Secondly, you're now invested in because you've parted with the queen's nose. And thirdly, you're being held accountable, okay? No, there are gonna be people that will absolutely call you out if you don't do what you're supposed to have done, if you don't do what you signed up for. You'll be pulled, you're gonna be called out for that. And it's likely that a lot of people don't wanna be called out for that. And that's maybe why they don't. When things are free, you, you do it as and when. There's no real care for it. Um, now, there are gonna be people that are gonna argue and say, well, yeah, if you give me the tools for free, I'll, I'll do it. Ah. But no, you won't because you've already proved it. There's already everything out there you need to know, but you can't simplify it to make it work for you. And that's what we're, as professionals, aiming to do. That's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be coaching you, educating you, giving you the tools, simplifying things and make it work for you. That's why, and I take pride in this, here, we don't write you diet plans. We don't tell you this is what you need to do. We coach you through these things because on the way, you learn the journey. There is a direct correlation, okay, between people, between how much someone invests in their health slash prioritizes their health to how well they perform and their happiness, not the athletic, aesthetic result. That's the reward of that. When you learned how to walk, for example, you didn't just get up uh, once you learned to stick your middle, middle finger up to your parents and go, yeah, thanks, mate, completed it, I'm done, no, and walk away with your shitty nappy. You didn't. You fell, they helped you up. You fell again. They helped you up again, and you kept going back for more until you learned the skill on your own. First, you learned how to balance on both legs. Then, some of you might have learned by putting one leg in front of the other whilst they're holding your hands. There's that element. Now, you might have learned holding onto only one hand. Um, next came the whole scenario of you, you know, walking towards your parent, you know, from the table or from another family member, and you, you know, your parent bent over with their hands out ready to catch you. You see where I'm going? It was part of your journey. They gave you the tools to do it on your own. Well, that is exactly what we do. We give you the tools to be able to do this on your own. So what are you willing to do? How far are you willing to go? Are you willing to re-educate and learn from the beginning? What are the limits you're prepared to, to go to to succeed in whatever it might be? Winners win and winners learn. Losers lose and never learn.